It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Twiggy. shit person you know i don't need to talk to you we i have enough friends i'm good oh i hate Thank i you. hate that this woman lives there we hope she moves out soon so anyway uh, it's time to talk to the muppets it's time, it's time to, to watch talk. the muppets no we've watched the muppets we it's definitely muppets time to talk, to talk the muppets. muppets and i didn't text you about the muppets at all today i i want to first say that i have done i pulled a megan i watched the muppet show today as jim intended on my uh, Apple telephone yeah, in a parking phone. lot. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and, you know, it was fine watching it that way. Was this fine. was a good episode. It was, it was like a nice, it was a nice balanced episode. All the parts were there. Nothing out of the ordinary, nothing exceptional. It was just a good episode, you know? It was a good episode. And I liked the songs that Twiggy sang. Yeah, and I think she did them pretty well. Another Beatles song, right? And from the same album, Rubber Soul. Yeah, that's so strange. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's not like Rubber Soul came out around then. It came the out Beatles in the were 60s. kind of on their, you know. In the 70s, yeah. Yeah, they were Definitely, on the way out, yeah. out, whatever. Rubber Soul is not one of my favorites. It's definitely one of my favorites. It is? Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. But that's probably nostalgic because. It was one of your, like, dad's, dad's favorites. favorites. Yeah, yeah. And we listened to that one a lot. And the older ones, too. Like, he liked the doo-wop-y stuff. Yo, and then so the did my dad. And the mellow-y stuff. Like, the, yeah. like... And he liked the Beach Boys, too, my dad. Uh-huh. Not. My dad, oh, like, when... I don't know. Remember, like, a couple years ago, I think it was, like, 09, like, the Beatles re-released all of their albums on, like, special CDs. Mm-hmm. And... It was like they were released on September 9th, 2009. For some reason, the number nine is very significant in Beatles lore. I don't know why. I don't know. But so they were re released all of this catalog, and I bought Revolver. That's my favorite mm-hmm. one. And my dad was like, Oh, get Hard Day's Night. And I was like, No. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's, I used to watch... that's cheesy boy bands, Beatles. Yeah. That's not like, he's my like, No, dad that's had good. the Hard Day's Night movie, which I watched with him. Really? On VHS. Yeah. Was yeah. it good? No. I watched Yellow Submarine in art class in, like, the eighth grade, and I was like, this is lame. This is old people music. Yeah. You know, like, in eighth grade, you're like, oh, this is in the Linkin Park animated feature, so I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like, and I think it's so funny because, like, I met, I had a friend in high school, Mike Vecchio, you mm-hmm. know, and he, he liked the Beatles, but only the psychedelic years. He didn't yeah. like the- Sergeant Pepper's, yeah. like- so it's so That's funny, it. and I remember my dad, like, being like, yeah, like, you know, he could get down with it, but his favorite is always. Uh-huh. He'd prefer, without the sitar. One time in music class, um, we had to do book reports on bands from the 50s, and my dad insisted I do it on the Beatles. Yeah? Insisted, because he was like, technically the Beatles started in the 50s, and uh-huh. you can do blah, 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 and I, like, anyway, I ended up doing it on the Beatles. And Sounds got- like he did it. On the Beatles. And I, got, <laughs> you and I basically got in trouble. <laughs> really? She, I had to do it again. Because she was like, that wasn't the assignment. It doesn't count, yeah. No matter how hard your dad is fighting for this, yep. it's still not what mm-hmm. I wanted you to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's so funny because it's like, I remember being like to her in class, well, this is like what my dad wanted me to do. And it's like, you know, <laughs> you're understand. getting yelled at in class, but uh-huh. like my dad literally was like, no, Call we're him. doing this. <laughs> Call him. Do not yell uh, at me. Another time I was going to do a book report on Princess Diana and my dad said, absolutely not. You're not doing a book report on 
on Princess Diana. He's like, do a book report on somebody who did something. Oh, my God. So I did it on Muhammad Ali. Float like a butterfly, sting yeah, like a bee. Yeah, Cassius Clay. Yeah, Cassius King. <laughs> I was like, I remember that. I was like, I want to do Diana. And he was like, you just want to do Diana because it's popular and everybody else wants to do was Diana. This- and I was like, you know what? You're not wrong. T.Y. Teddy Bear Diana came out. I was going to say, was this before she passed or? Probably after. Just like probably. Probably yeah. just right after. Anyway. So love that iron is hot. <laughs> All right. Just so, like quirky dad things. <laughs> this episode opened with a feather duster. Mm. A feather duster sings dance. I love that it was mostly mouth. It was chatter teeth. It was, yeah, it was chatter teeth in a feather duster. I wish it was chatter teeth though. This is really though. cool. I love when they do these stupid. Like, oh yeah. Just the green screen with like mm-hmm. funky, you know, like. They didn't even try to change the green green screen. They just kept it green. That was weird. Which I thought was weird. I was like, oh, this is just going to be green. In the photo here, it's black. And I'm like, no, it was a a green screen. Oh, maybe it was supposed to be black. Yeah. No, it was definitely a green screen. Then we cut, after that, we cut backstage. Kermit exchanged a few words with the feather duster. Then Scooter shudders upstairs. He is certain there's a phantom of the Muppet show. While he was in the guest star's dressing room, Scooter saw a ghoulish, fiendish-looking face in the closet. And in the joke about Hilda was like, yeah. no, that was me. Hilda explains that it was only her hanging up the star's wardrobe. No, after you left, Gonzo says, yeah. or whoever it is. Gonzo was in this episode a couple times, and it was so cute. Gonzo was really cute in this episode. I love Gonzo. And I wanted to talk to you, because just yesterday, I believe, or the day before, on Twitter, I saw an exchange from the Muppet Babies the new updated Muppet Baby show. Oh yeah, I saw Did you that. See that. Yeah. So I'm just gonna play the clip here. Because here it's you are. Just a few seconds you long. Royal ball. We met the most amazing princess, but they ran away, and all they left behind was this. Everyone, there's something I need to tell you. The princess who came to your ball tonight was me. She said Vu. I don't want you to be upset with me, but I don't want to do things just because that's the way they've always been done either. I want to be me. Oh, Gonzo, we're sorry. It wasn't very nice of us to tell you what to wear to our ball. You're our friend, and we love you any way you are. Yeah, of course we do. There you are. So I thought that was kind of cool that, like... That is cool that cartoons are like that. Yeah. And that the Muppet Babies, the new Muppet Babies are like that. Even though they look like weirdo, blocky, robot 3D figures that I don't like. Yeah, they almost look like... And Gonzarella, like, in the Gonzo... I don't like the effects that they use for that show. It was was interesting. I I also don't like... Who the fuck is that penguin? Yeah, I don't know who that penguin is. Don't go talking about Gonzo. But they got rid of Skeeter and Scooter. No, no yeah, that's exactly it. They got this penguin now instead of so Skeeter. What about Scooter? Is he still in Scooter, it? Scooter, I guess, is still in it. No, you take out Scooter. Too. Take out both of them. Yeah, take out both of them. <laughs> put in that penguin. Yeah, put in that um, penguin. Actually, that penguin will do just fine. But I thought that was really interesting. That now, I guess, in a way, they're trying to destigmatize. Um, how do you want to put it? Like boys dressing as a princess or 
Yeah. Guess, people like breaking down heteronormativity. Yeah, more masculine presenting people yeah. or something. Yeah, of course. And, and it's I think just it makes like, sense for Gonzo too. You know, like it yeah. feels like a Gonzo move. It doesn't feel like it's forced. Yeah, because I feel you like know? Gonzo is just like if I'm going to dress up in a dress or I'm going to do this, it's like. You Gonzo's know. gonna do it the best that Gonzo yeah, can. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's like he's like the kind of kid who can play Barbies and GI Joe yeah. and like do whatever. I also I, that piggy voice was really that bad. piggy voice, it's but really piggy's bad. voice is pretty bad. But the, I, I'm thinking, okay, this is I'm rationalizing. I'm like, she said "voo" instead of "you," so she must be working out when she's gonna start incorporating French into her, vo- mm-hmm. you know, vocabulary. <laughs> it's cool that this piggy, yeah, is. Uh... They're really creating an origin story for her. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of vu, she starts saying mwah. But yeah, I just wanted to share with you some that was cute. light glad. gonzo news. In other light gonzo news. So then we do cut back to Gonzo again. Gonzo is one Gonzo in one of his few introductions introduces Twiggy as Leafy, Barky, and Branchy before Fozzie arrives to correct him and pull him off stage. First of all, I loved that Gonzo got to do an introduction. Gonzo was really More like Gonzo. heavily. This was a Gonzo used app. in this episode. This was a Gonzo app. Uh, you know who wasn't in it, and I can't believe it. There was no Piggy. No, there was at all. And we were like, "Oh, Piggy's definitely going to be in it because they're going to make horrible like body image you jokes," they... and they didn't. I'm glad they stayed away from it. Yeah. Maybe they just decided, let's just keep Piggy out of it. Yeah, and in maybe any... Twiggy didn't like it. Maybe Twiggy they... was like, "I'm not, unco- I'm not comfortable with Miss Piggy." I would hope so, and yeah. the way that they play her against female guests. They did a whole... We'll talk about her when she comes up. Mm-hmm. She's coming up soon. Okay. So, now we cut to our first sketch. It's a group of reporters. They've gathered to ask Tuki questions. But this cuts into a song, right? Yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah, and I kind of liked that they did something cute and then switched it to something else. And the way they like projected the photos along Yeah. It was really interesting. And they... Yes, and they used the one verse from the song in my life, and they didn't make it about, like, a love song. Yeah. It was, like, her just, you know, oh, Doug's getting, like get, Doug's getting attacked by a fly. Jesus. Yeah, it's just, it was just, like, a nice memory bank situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely out of the ordinary for them, and it was the nice change of pace. Yeah. Like, these little experimentations with doing and things I a little really differently And I really liked... Cool. The way she did and sang this song. Mm-hmm. It was it was quite lovely. So this was, as you said, In My Life, a song by the Beatles, which first appeared on the album Rubber Soul. Yep. Song 11, I think. That's So do you have, like, any um, connection with that song? Uh, yeah. You know. <clears throat> For sure. I mean, that song is so powerful. It's definitely made me cry before. Mm-hmm. I've definitely been in the car with my dad where he's, like, talked about that song and, you know, talked about what it meant to him, mm-hmm. which is a nice memory just to have yeah. in and of itself. Because my dad was really into music. So mm-hmm. anytime I spent with him in the car, like, and I also really like music, so, like, I would just listen with him. I love, like, the idea of learning about music. Like, just mm-hmm. like little, like, anecdotal things about music, too. Like, oh, did you know this song was recorded in a submarine under the water or something yeah. like that? You know, like, those little, like, throwaway things. Do you know that Martha, my ideas are about Paul McCartney's dog? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yes. And it's like a joke. I think they were joking about that on uh, Double Threat. Like that song yesterday, how it's Ooh. like, um... <laughs> yesterday. You just bumped the microphone and pushed the table. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, what is it? Isn't it like famously Paul McCartney was trying to like crack writing that song? And all he knew was it was like scrambled eggs. And like he didn't have a, like a real filler for 
what it was, but he said scrambled eggs. Like he said, I don't it know that, that story. Tune. Yeah, that's like very funny. <clears throat> Fozzie and Gonzo have caught the fear of the Phantom. Hilda and Kermit continue to doubt that there truly is one, and Kermit demands that the others keep their head on their shoulders. A strange apparition takes this advice quite literally and puts his head on his shoulders. I, I love that. It's very funny. Of course, they ha- they did the opposite of, like, flinging your head off. The uh-huh. head's already off. Instead, and you put the head on. They were like, okay, so we've been throwing heads, exploding heads. What, what do else? we do different? We love this headless thing. Keep yeah. it coming. All right. Punch it up. Punch it up. Okay, so what if a guy enters with his head not on? Yeah. Kermit says, keep your head on your shoulders. And he goes, oh, good idea, and puts it on. Stupid. So who wrote all these sketches? Is there, like, a list of who wrote what sketch? There's not, like, a... Not on here. It just yeah. says who the performers are. So it doesn't really give any one... Well, that has to matter, you know, who the performers are, really. Yeah. Like, they all have to be down there together. Next, we move on to our <laughs> Wayne and Wanda. Oh, they God. all have to be down there together. Well, yeah. Like, with the I know. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine being down there in Like, the, stepping in the over each other. Yeah. Well, I'll just in, never like... forget that guy's face that we saw. Yeah. Like, that, that's changed And me. just, like, imagining... He's like this hating the sketch you're doing and, like, still performing yeah. it and being like, this isn't funny, I don't know why we're, you know, whatever. <laughs> this isn't good. That was very funny. And, like, a disenthused, yeah, now you're, like, a just an extra frog who's like, Bruh. Oh, my God, speaking of frogs, mm-hmm. did you see the real-life frog that looked like Kermit? No. Oh, my fuckity fox. There's, like, a real frog with, like, are you saying I literally like Kermit Googled... is in the colors or that he has, like, I, I Googled the collar? it because... My coworker friend told me, frog that looks, look, it comes up right away. Because now I'm picturing, like, big old eyes. Oh, my God. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I need to hold this. Go ahead. This is absolutely the most ridiculous thing in the world. I know. It's the Brazilian. The pupils. Yeah. The pupils are what sell it. Like, you know, it's green. But those eyes, those are the insane. Eyes. Yep. Oh, my God. Definitely Kermit the Frog. That's ridiculous. Very funny. Our next sketch is the Wayne and Wanda. They Ugh. sing Let It Snow, Let It Snow. I was snow, like, why snow. couldn't they have done, why couldn't the bag filled with snow that hasn't released fell, fallen on Wayne Meg. or Wanda? This is my exact punch up, is that the the bucket, the whatever, should have fallen. The whole thing. It should have come crashing down. How great would it be if, if it was a, Or you if know, it was water or something like stupid. the fake snow falls, and then so does the trough that says snow written exactly. on it. Exactly. It, it lands perfectly on their heads or something. Not enough chaos here. Not enough chaos. Or if, like, Wanda was attached to, like, one side of the rope and the bucket goes down and with the snow up. and she flies yeah. up. Yes. And it hits Wayne on the Anything head. Anything like And that. the snow falls down. We need... It needs to be bigger. It needed to yeah. be bigger. This wasn't enough. There could have been... I was so disappointed because I had a feeling. I was like, please don't tell me that they say snow and the snow just comes down. Mm-hmm. And then that's and what like, happened. And, like, ha-ha, it's snowing, but they're inside. Like, that's the joke. They snow could fell do, on them inside. I feel like there's so much potential in this Wayne and Wanda sketch uh-huh. as just like a transition. Yeah. And they're not getting it right. No. A couple not. times they do. And like, why Why are we doing Let It Snow? This episode... I was like wondering this. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to ask when, Doug when this was. This episode aired on February 7th, 1977. So fine, okay. February. But like, in the UK, this episode aired December 19th. Okay. So, like, we're writing for two audiences, right? 
but we're only presenting properly to one. Yeah. You know? The order was so out of whack that, like... It was weird, and they didn't need to do it, and it was... This episode was produced in November. Mm-hmm. So the turnaround for the UK was pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It was produced November 9th to 11th. Well, there... Like, yeah. That's, that's miserable. Come on. Let it know that the whole idea is that it be... That's a Christmas song. Regardless of whether or not it has Christmas connotations, it's played around Christmas. Do you know Die Hard's a Christmas movie? I'm just kidding. <laughs> These are the anecdotes I'm talking about, Megan. Like, I didn't even think of it like that. Die Hard... <laughs> Die kidding. Hard is a Christmas movie. Like, it takes place... On Christmas. I've never heard that. I know. i never heard and that. And Gremlins before. 2, Doug. Gremlins 2. Gremlins 1. Yeah, Gremlins 1. Movie. Not... Gremlins 2 is not a Christmas I movie. I mean, Gremlins T-O-O. Gonzo and Muppy are <laughs> all ready for bed. Imagine if they did It Takes Two, a remake, but with the two lady Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> And then they just multiply. But one of them has an English but accent. But they're twins. Right? Yeah, they're... Oh, wait. It Takes Two is the Olsen twin one, right? It doesn't matter. They're all the same. No, but... Wait! It does, because it I think Kirstie Alley is yeah. in that one, right? Yes. And, and... Kirstie um, Alley, Kirstie Alley, which way, one is it? it doesn't matter. Um, and Not Steve Celia. Gutenberg, right? Steve... Or yeah. Steve Gutenberg in The Parent Trap. I don't know. I said yes, so I don't know. Gonzo and Muppy... <laughs> Gonzo and Muppy are all ready for Muppy's bed. Muppy's real cute, though. Bedti- Muppy's very cute. And hoping for a bedtime story from Twiggy, which she has conveniently rehearsed. I loved that line. I actually when really Gonzo liked it. When Gonzo says to Twiggy, do you know any, Char- do you know any poems by A.A. Milne? Oh. And Why did goes, I say Charles? She goes, no one. I rehearsed one. Yeah. I thought that was a very funny yeah. like, throwaway. Bit. I think it was very funny, too. This was a weird sketch. I don't know the poem. A.A. Milne, is that not the guy who wrote... Yes. Okay. I don't know who he is. A.A. Milne, a British playwright and author of children's literature and poetry, was best known for writing a series of books about Winnie the Pooh. Oh, nice. They should have done this episode more British because Twiggy is British. Yeah. And Twiggy is a huge celebrity in England. Like, yeah. huge. And Especially I mean, she was huge. Time, right? And like, she's big anyway, but, like, she was the biggest in the 60s. Uh-huh. It's very odd that it's not more English. Mm-hmm. But this was, because pre- this was pretty British, so it's like. Yeah. So I guess they were panning to one audience. In in ways. I don't know. With but, her performance, at least. But are. this was kind of funny. I like the way they did the King Muppet and the, like, Queen the Muppet queen, with the stick hat thing. Looking. Yeah. Yeah. And the little cow was so cute. I loved cute. when the cow handed the. <gasps> I want the, that. The dairy maid with her, like, hoof. I really and just want a stuffed animal that looks like that little cow. That was so cute. They must make something. Like people on Etsy Muppet do. Muppet cow exists. Oh, you know, like I've seen Muppet cows But before. she was like a tiny little one mm-hmm. with the butter. That was so weird. It was very strange. Like try marmalade. Try marmalade. Yeah. And then the king was like, I just want this. What is marmalade? Is that jelly? Marmalade is or like jam? a jam. It's like a jam. Yeah. But marmalade is uh, cream of lady marmalade. Wait, so it's it, is it yellow? Is marmalade more of like a? Um, this is when you phone a, a friend. Loose jam? No, I think marmalade is a particular flavor of a jam. Maybe not. <laughs> All right, let's see. Come on, Google. What is marmalade? Mar- Besides cream of lady marmalade. So it is just oh, okay. 
made from juice but but honestly i need to tell that king that butter with some jam on top of it and a piece of toast is pretty good and i used to eat it a lot when i lived alone as a single person it is a looser jelly oh it's a looser it's jelly. looser it's a loose because i'm like what you know is it jelly, would you consider jam? it a fast jelly it's, yeah it, it plays really fast and loose. <laughs> fast and loose but because it would have to be somehow different right to to be not marmal not jam not jelly rupaul has a song that says must be jelly because jam don't shake must be jelly because jam don't shake <laughs> Thank you, RuPaul. Oh, boy. So next we move to our At the Dance. A few atypical characters here in the ballroom. Statler and Waldorf argue over who should lead, while Sam the Eagle explains it to his dance partner, just says. He's dancing with Jennifer. Okay. It's rude that they just call her a dance partner. I can't believe they don't... We need to change this on the wiki, that her, her name is her Jennifer. Her name is Jennifer, yeah. And also George, the janitor, dressed up in a wig... Did that you was know- re- yeah, that you was definitely that, right? George the And Jennifer. then they brought it back later. Yeah. Where he w- they were like talking about how he was like dressed up as the Phantom. But yeah. he. No, he was. No, he was dressed up as a. He was in drag. He was in drag. <laughs> really bad drag. <laughs> to dance with Kermit. Uh, then he gets thrown. To- Kermit gets thrown to the chandelier. There was a joke in that that I really liked that I don't remember now. I don't remember the joke at in all. That, the dance. They did that stupid bit with the woman who, like, has the obnoxious voice. I sing lullabies. That she sings lullabies, yeah. yeah. Next was our UK spot. I'm skipping over it because I'm tired of Rolf just playing piano for a UK spot. That's not, that's not content. That's just... I say this, but he did my favorite thing that Rolf does when he, like... Did you notice this at the oh, end? Oh, he opened it. He clo- gingerly yeah. closes yeah, the piano, and it. I think it's so sweet. I love that, and it yeah. it adds a layer of, like, him being a real... Th- being to me it adds this layer Such to it being. yeah that ralph Aww. is real and he ralph plays is piano real. And he respects his piano dougie ralph is real but i i have no interest in hearing him simply just play it anymore. no i'm sorry <sighs> this is episode 21 that was exhausting too to watch that i was like oh my the God. next bit was probably my fucking favorite thing this entire episode and for a few episodes Fozzie bear encounters venda face oh my god the i first love fully this. automatic Psychiatric machine. I Fozzie love the machine this. Several nickels is prompted and finds out his problem is he's much too generous. I thought this was so funny. That was very funny. It was so funny. It's like insert a coin and then he does it and they're like insert another coin. I really like this. And then he does it and he inserts another <laughs> coin and then he's like, all right, that's enough. What's my problem? You're too generous. Then what was the next thing? Oh, you're also unhinged or something. I don't remember what it does, but it does. It oh, it chokes it him. Yeah. Chokes him. Oh god, that was so funny. So See, we, go- we should make a collection, like a visual collection or like a video clip collection of all these like really obscure little bits. and build like our true yeah. version of the best of a yeah. Muppet Show episode. Yeah, for sure. I, think, I completely. I think agree for with season that. two, we should like kick off with like having that mm-hmm. in our pocket and build a list. Build a list. Yeah. Yeah, you're right because we are <laughs> like three episodes away from being done with the season, but. We will, and season two is supposed to be different. I don't want to say better because we don't know that for a fact. We don't yet. know. It's supposed to be different. Even though Doug jumped ahead to like season four or whatever I to watch the Blondie episode. The Blondie episode was very good. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> Kermit refuses to believe in any Phantom of the Muppet Show, but Hilda even believes now. I'm kind of tired of this bit because they don't. 
I, the only it's disjointed. It's very disjointed because the Vincent Price episode was episodes ago, and I know. Uncle Deadly was a heavy player in that. And but now all, suddenly he's like this villain. Exactly, and and like they don't they haven't seen him before, and they don't know who he is. Like it's, he was just there. Yeah, I don't understand. I hate the release order, and I hope that that's something that really is fixed in season two. Is that things are released mm-hmm. in proper order, and it can like unfurl itself as a fucking TV show instead yeah. of sloppily. Like anyway, this. I like Dudley. He looks like a catfish, kind of. Yeah, he's. I don't know. He's. He's weird. Is he maybe like a dragon or like he's some like, sort he's of? He's a dragon, a, but he could, looks like he could like be a, a mud, horse, a mud like creature. A, he's very interesting looking. Swamp creature. Our Muppets News Flash. Miss Lola Thomas of London speaks with the newsman about having an eating disorder. Ugh. And she just ate a entire diesel tractor. This was stupid, but I did like when she bit the microphone. I liked when she bit the microphone a lot, but the whole concept and the whole everything about this, especially like because she's Twiggy. Uh huh. I'm just like, oh, oh my you're God. curious if it's like, uh. It's funny because she's thin and she's uh-huh. eating whatever. It's a play on that. It's just stupid, and I get it. It's it, they're in the 70s. I think it was done now. That would be so. That wouldn't. It's too tired. It's like okay. Yeah. It is. It's it's a little obvious. Go for like something further, yeah. more clever. Although I have to say, on Drag Race, at least in the earlier episodes, if you had like, like if they had this one sketch where like the big girls were doing this like workout video and they were literally eating like a big chicken thigh oh, like or like turkey bringing thigh, bringing the drumstick to their mouth, yeah, kind it was of thing. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I know exactly. That's it's. It was campy and funny, but it was also like, yeah, no. Uh, well, and they were made to do that, right? It, was it like, wasn't like it's any tired. Of the I feel like they didn't need to. Ideas. I mean, they laughed about it, but I was like, this isn't. Like, we get it. They're big. We can see that they're big. Uh huh. Whatever. Anyway, that does kind of suck. <laughs> uh, the other day, I watched a documentary that I wanted to talk to you about because I really want to recommend it to you. You have a reco? So on I have Peacock Saturday now. night. I think it's on HBO Max. Okay. Do you have I don't, HBO? No. Megan. I don't. You can give me a sign and I give you one. I'll find you a sign. <laughs> um, so I watched the... Tell Justin he can join my other one and I get his whatever. <laughs> so there's this... I think it's a docu-series that they're doing for HBO called Music Box. And the first Ooh. episode was about Woodstock 99. Oh, I'm definitely it watching that. You know that. Megan. With the mud fights it and all the fucking ridiculous yeah. it was absolute chaos oh yeah it, I, I, like, I remember watching it on mtv while it was happening that's what they were saying they like, show a lot of reports from i think i'm gonna read his book next dave uh, holmes this is why like this is like mtv and all the live events and whatever they did and also the commercials like mm-hmm. that they did in the radio in the 90s and stuff made me feel like i was a gen xer and wanted mm-hmm. to be a gen xer and when, like wanted to be a part of gen xer culture you, i'm like why did i want to go to this i wanted, I wanted to go so badly but i was I'm like, like I'm so, i don't even remember anything about it i'm not old enough oh my god it was probably terrible yeah so they were like can they, you imagine I, having the poopies I, the whole when thing you're an adult so you disgusting. think about these things I know. no i didn't shit the entire time we went to bonner oh my god that, that we was stopped uh, oh stopped <laughs> we stopped every gas station <laughs> It was like coming. We shit our whole way home. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's very disgusting. But um, well, we had to. So I had a question for you. Um, there comes a point in this documentary where they kind of say like one of the major problems with it was they booked a lot of aggressive acts that were all geared towards um, basically college age white men, mm-hmm. and these acts did their shtick, which is enraging folks, and they give a lot of 
pain. Like they give a lot of the the they accredit a lot of the damages to these acts, like still doing their thing, and it just further enraging. Like Rage Against these. Machine was yes. it, were they there? Rage I think they were there, machine, right? Limpiscuit. Oh yeah, Limpiscuit. Corn. Actual footage of Fred Durst saying, "Like feel deep down inside of you." all those aggressive feelings, all of that anger, and release it. He said that. Like, I'm... No, I, I no, I hear and, you. Like, to say these things, and then this was on the, th- the third day of the event, and... People were tired. After and... that, people literally started burning the entire thing to the ground. And it's it's insane. And then you sh- they show, like, clips of, like, Alanis Morissette the day before performing, and, like... Why, why is she performing to this audience? Yes, you know, like but unconditional. They say a lot of the bands have now come forward and said that, like, they regret what they let happen, what they let unfold, what they saw happen, what they feel like they had a hand in. And they said one of the one of the acts, notably the Beastie Boys, have come out as being like have changed. The Beastie Boys have changed a lot. Well, also like Adam is married to Kathleen Hanna. That's my question. I was going to yeah. say which one is married to Kathleen Hanna because yeah, Adam. they're saying like oh Adam Horowitz, I think his name is. They were saying like basically that the Beastie Boys Who? are now more feminist and stuff. I'm like yeah because is fucking a- Kathleen Hanna probably exactly whichever one she's married to in line. Oh, definitely. And was like fuck this. No, seriously, and you know he's one of the richest rappers of all time ever. Yeah, yeah like I think uh, Kanye is number one because he's like he has crazy amounts of money from yeah. his sneakers, but um, he is. Well, and the Beastie Boys' money is made on. He has their like nine hundred million right? dollars, I think, something like that is his net worth. Like it's he's pretty high. And that's basically built on. And then all the producing them, that not, they did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not on sneakers on no that's all on them know, yeah all that other stuff that's kanye's wealth comes from a multitude of other yeah for areas. sure but um his just for music mostly yeah yeah it, it was really interesting to just hear a lot of like jonathan davis trying to like defend himself and be like yeah i know it's which one's jonathan davis from fucking corn oh yeah no but like then they show i i really loved this because i do still appreciate like the offspring from time to time I who doesn't like the offspring? They're fucking they're good, right? Like, okay. I got to see the offspring at Warp Tour. I'm glad I saw them at least once. It was fun, yeah. They show the lead singer of the offspring, I can't remember his name. He's about to start playing whatever song. Hey! What exactly? Come out and play! Whatever their dumb songs all kind of sound the same. (laughs) And he goes, Hey, in the front, he called out like a dude who was like groping a woman. Yeah. He was like, um, from now on, if you see anyone groping someone, like, that is not a willing participant, like, I want you to basically beat the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to beat the shit out of anyone who's, like... Hey, keep your hands to yourself, buddy. I was like, damn, that's cool. In yeah, 99, that is cool. you know, to hear him, like, I'm not performing until... Yeah. This shit that I can see is done. Like, I'm... No, that is know, pretty cool. Yeah. Versus Jonathan Davis being like, I didn't think he was so bad. Like... And then he went, mm, you know, that's like gay? Weird. What? Is he gay, Jonathan Davis, or not? I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. He has dreadlocks, and he's a white man. Yeah. Why do I feel like people used to say he was gay? Maybe just that was the 90s thing. It was probably just Yeah, like people thing. used to say, like, when Stefani was a man and stuff. Really? Yeah. You come out with these weird Oh, my God. Sierra was a man. My goodies. It's my goodies. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> people, like, were awful. People still are awful. People still are awful. 
And, like, they think that they, like, know something that somebody else doesn't. Like, oh, Gwen Stefani. Oh, like, they have, yeah. like, the the juice. The juicy yeah. goose. The ju- <laughs> juicy goose. So then we cut back to Twiggy, the hillbilly singer. <gasps> Wait, first so then we of cut all, back to... I'm trying to, like... Is your phone talking to your you? Your phone is talking. My phone talked? Yeah. How? I don't know. I don't have any sound on my phone. Oh, sorry. My phone didn't talk. Did my watch talk? I think I think something from your end and talk. No, spoke. I don't have that. Like spoke. Syria. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so then we cut back to Twiggy, the hillbilly singer, and the Gogo Lala Jubilee Jug Band. I love so hard the Jug Band. As soon as I saw them come out, I was like, I fucking love this. Singing I, "Ain't Nobody's Business But My Own." I loved this song. I loved it. It was fun. I'm trying to see whose song this was. It looks like it's. It was great. Just their song. It was Jim Henson and Twiggy singing a song together, right? He written was... by Irving Taylor. Yeah, and this was. I, don't, I love the. The Go Go La La Jubilee Jug Band. You can't their, go wrong with their that. songs are funny and quirky and witty. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, it was like we could start a business to get our own business. Like. I really, yeah, I really liked this. And I was surprised that, like, Twiggy could sing. She could hold her yes, own. Yes, of course. You know. Because back in the 60s, you still had to be able to, like, do more than just look pretty. Yeah. I think. Nowadays. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't even know if you had to be pretty nowadays. No. You just got to, you know. You shouldn't have to be pretty. No, I, I don't Actually, like that. I know you do, but that just reminded me. You're canceling me. me. <laughs> I watched A League of Their Own last night. Uh-huh. And that movie is longer than I remember. Uh, Yeah. It and it's not as good as I remember. No, fuck, that sucks. No, 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 but it is good still. Okay. It's just not as good as I remember because of the front end and the back end, like the setup, and then yeah. like they all meet again, which mm-hmm. is like cute or whatever. But like, it was really good. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't remember Lori Petty being so like whiny. Why is but Gina she's Davis the only one who wears old age makeup. I'm so glad you remember that <laughs> because they do such a good job on yes. Gina Davis yeah. in the old makeup. Gina Davis doesn't even look like that now. Like, she has not gotten there yet. I And then it's like, Benjamin, Lisa's younger, uh, Lisa's older son was like, oh no, that person's like young. And Lisa's like, that person's actually like young at this time. Uh And then later you see her and he he was like, holy crap, I can't believe that. Because he didn't know who she was. But like, why not put Rosie in old age makeup and Madonna? First of all, Rosie looks like the biggest dyke ever in that movie. And I'm allowed to say that because I'm the biggest dyke ever. <laughs> but it was so funny to watch, like, these guys go after her and, like, bring her the flowers. And That you, one chick, Marla, they wouldn't let on uh, it. Yeah, oh, my God. John, uh, what's his name? John Lovitz is Lovitz. Movie, yeah. John Lovitz is so funny. I love him. He's the most annoying person and also amazing. And maybe for the Patreon, we should watch The Critic. For a lo- oh, I love The Critic. <laughs> Me too. For a long time, they've been trying to make that into a TV show, A League of Their Own. And it's supposed to star Darcy Carden from like The is. Good Place, and I'm I'm always going to tell you who that person is. Yeah, good. Darcy Carden <laughs> from The Good Place, and um, she played. Oh, we got is she like the robot woman on The Good Place? Yes. Okay, love her. Yeah, and she. I, like... I love her. Yes, absolutely. She should be and in that show. She was show. on Broad City. Yes. And she worked at the gym mm-hmm. in Broad City. I don't know who that person is. I know. I'm getting to it. I know. Um, But yeah, they've been trying to make that into a show for. That would be a cute show. I think it would be great as a TV. I loved watching like the women pitch overhand, and I was like, wait, why don't women just play baseball? Like, why do we play softball? Like, why? I don't know. I don't know. And why isn't 
why, <laughs> this is like a whole nother fucking podcast, dude. But like, why aren't women's sports televised and celebrated like that? Like we've. We went to a, a women's professional hockey game. That one was awesome. And it ruled. It did rule. It was so much fun. I went to a minor league baseball game the other day to the Somerset Patriots. Uh-huh. And I got to tell you, like, they're all so good, but it's like, it's just foul ball after foul ball. Like, it's they're not really. hitting like they are in the MLB. No. And it's like, I'd rather watch a bunch of women play that aren't throwing as fast or something like uh-huh. that and having, like, I don't know. It was, like, boring to me. I was like, what is this? Yeah. That is odd. It, it's like, I don't know, do better. Do better. Make Let women do this. Move over. So then at closing, Twiggy tells Kermit she had a lovely time and even liked Uncle Deadly. Kermit tells her, if you like him, you can have him. But she didn't like him that much. During her, their goodbye to Twiggy, the Muppets push and rush Uncle Deadly until the Phantom glances menacingly at Fozzie Bear, who takes fright and moves back. All around, this was a good episode. It was solid. But it was not my exactly my favorite. It wasn't. I mean, I think Twiggy was a good guest. It was so odd Piggy wasn't in it. it. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't understand. But I'm also so happy they're not doing the one-on-one interviews lately. And I'm so happy they're not doing this, like, this game show. So I, yeah, the... Ugh, the, yeah. I hate that fucking sketch. In our edits here, I see that Nickelodeon cut the Venda face sketch the best sketch in the episode they cut it when they literally the best sketch why why cut that i know especially because they used to play ren and stimpy and there's nothing like that could be seen as offensive i don't think in that right no but there is a lot of offensive stuff in there's a lot of sexual references in illegal their own yeah and madonna is like they give madonna a lot of like these one-off like lines and Mm -hmm. when is that movie from like 93 two very close yeah that movie really is good. It is good. I, I, oh, you know what? What? I think the reason, this is very stupid of me. I just realized why they're not all in old age makeup at the end. Because they use the Because they're original, the, real, the real women. Yeah, they're yeah. the real women. <laughs> Except for Gina Davis, who I guess her character was the made up character. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so stupid. <laughs> and, but still, I don't And know. Lisa thought at first, like, that that was Lori Petty in makeup. And I was like, that is not Lori Petty. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> so next week we're doing the Ethel Merman episode, episode 122. I'm kind of excited for this. Here's the synopsis for the Ethel Merman episode. Fozzie's agent, Irving Bazaar, negotiates Fozzie's contract with Kermit. Kermit ends up offering Fozzie ten times as much money. Unfortunately, Fozzie made nothing before. Yeah, and don't forget it, Irving says, I get ten percent of that. That's the premise for next week's episode. All right. So it sounds like a Fozzie-heavy episode. Looking through already, I, I can apologize to you that I see that there is a talk spot. Oh, God. Uh, is there a Wayne and Wanda sketch? I do not see a Wayne and Wanda. Oh, okay. So at least you have that <clears> to time, Our to. time is running out with them. I want to see them do it better. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Like, was that our last Wayne and Wanda, or oh, do we God, have I hope more? not. I hope we have at least one more try at a better one. Where- Hopefully they die, yeah. and that's it. And that's it. Like the piano falls on them, and that or their heads is explode, it. which would be like very muppety. Yeah. To or like Dudley turns. Yeah, <laughs> like Dudley they're... like eats them or something. Yeah. Let's hope that that happens to them. Thanks for the gumball, Mickey.
<laughs> I was just going to say, what was that catchphrase again? It took me a second. You can't do that yet. Okay. Because we have to say, follow along with us on Instagram and Twitter at ITTWTM. Oh, wait, I have a thing. I have a favor. If anybody does listen to this show. Oh, no. Can somebody go see the movie old and then tell me what happens? Because I can't see that movie, but I want the spoiler. I have seen so many good memes about that movie. Please. I don't want to see it. I want to watch it on like HBO Max or Paramount or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't g- want to go buy it. Okay, maybe if you watch it, I can watch it in a room with you and it'll be less scary. Oh, you're afraid me. of it? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, because I'm like, I know Liz won't go see it with me. I'll go see it with you. The I'm I'm kind of scared to see it in the movies. Like, well, I have, I'll have nightmares. <laughs> oh, no. But I kind of want to see it. Yeah. It's like I have these two sides to me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you could also buy a shirt if you wanted to. There's a link in the bot in the show notes for this episode. Uh, thank you for listening. And join us next week for the other episode. Thanks for the gumball, Mickey. This is-